Hello, all you geeks and geekettes. This is Seth, a.k.a. Zandrax, with a special edition here. This is Geekville Radio's Nostalgia Trip. And if you haven't listened to the Nostalgia Trip, it's available on all the main podcatchers, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, pretty much you name it. Just do a search for Geekville Radio, and you should find all of our family of other podcasts. Now, at the time I am recording this intro here, it is the weekend of... Well, I, I'm actually afraid to say the name because I'm afraid I'm going to get sued or something, but we'll just call it the Superb Owl or the Big Game. And what we did a while back to celebrate the Big Game or the Superb Owl is we had a discussion, myself, Train, and Uncle Greg, about what superheroes or villains might make for an interesting football team. And we asked a lot of questions such as who'd be a quarterback, should Hulk be on offense or defense, things like that. So we're dusting off this episode from a few years back. It was one of our more popular episodes. Just for the record, it was recorded in 2015, so you're going to hear a little bit of difference in audio quality. Hope that does not deter from the enjoyment of the show. So, But if you like superheroes and you like football, this is definitely the episode for you. So here we go. Flashback to 2015. Myself, Crazy Train, and Uncle Greg deciding who would play in a superhero bowl. And we are back. Here is an interesting gimmick that we've done every year now for a couple of years. We like to call it the Superhero Bowl. You know, the Super Bowl was this past weekend. And what we do is we try to pick superheroes or even supervillains who might make a interesting football team. I have to uh, confess on this. I actually know very little about football. I've never been much of a sports guy. (laughs) Uh, so you guys probably know more about me and train. I know you played football. So, oh yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna go to I'm gonna say some of the positions that I know that at least I know what they what they do, and then we'll we'll go from there. But we're gonna go each position, each role. We'll start with offense and then work through defense, and we'll just go through with people who we think might be interesting in those those parts there. We we gotta preface this. You're from Chicago. Does Mike Ditka count as a super-empowered human being? Well, see, Ditka is beyond the physical realms. Okay. You know. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to go as far as the coaches, but, you know, I want to put a, you know, like, put a caveat out there for we got got this rolling. Yeah, yeah Mike, get, Mike Ditka was carved from the gods, and uh, so, so he is neither human nor superhuman. And I mean, Greg's in Pittsburgh. They got about 15 iconic guys from that city. <laughs> yeah, Ditka would be one of them, actually. He's from Aliquippa. Yeah. I mean, and he also, he's, pit, also yeah. he's, a, yeah, he's a god in Dallas because he played for the Cowboys. So. Uh huh. <laughs> All right. So, oh my gosh, Pittsburgh. Oh, God. Joe Montana, Dan Marino, uh, Johnny Unitas. Tony Dorsett. Uh, yeah, Tony Dorsett. Oh, Lord. It's, it's almost such a long list. You can't even finish it. And, one of our old, uh, one of our old nemeses at University of Georgia was Johnny Majors when he was coaching Tennessee. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. University of Pitt and the Steelers have quite the rich history in uh, American football. Mm-hmm. And well, Chicago has dead bears. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's an obvious name I'm, I'm forgetting here. Walter Payton. Well, yeah, for Chicago, of course, but, uh, uh but for for, uh, for Pittsburgh, yeah. Oh, Mean Joe Green, Terry Bradshaw, Bradshaw, Steelers. Bradshaw, Bradshaw. That's yeah. what I was trying to think of. <laughs> yeah, I can keep going. That is pretty yeah. much the entire the entire starting 
uh, 22 for the Steelers in the 70s are yeah. in the Hall of Fame yeah, now. Pretty much, like, I, yeah, pretty much all of them are in the Hall of Fame, and it's to the point where they're kind of holding off on guys like L.C. Greenwood because they don't want to absolutely clog the hall with Steelers. I think, I'm, I'm thinking like that original Steel Curtain defense. If I'm if I'm correct, I think the the all eleven of them are now in the hall. All the eleven starters. That was like uh, the, no the well uh, Ernie Holmes isn't uh, Dwight yeah, White isn't but 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 a lot of them are. Um, I don't know. I think Russell is. Um, Lambert Ham Lambert Ham Green uh, Blunt. Um, who else? Um, I mean, come on, dude. That was a tap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah that, it was basically that and the '85 Bears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Although, honestly, the best Steeler defense ever was the 76 defense, which did not win the Super Bowl. No, because they won multiple games without allowing a point consecutively. Isn't that the year the Raiders won the AFC, I believe? It was the year that the Raiders won the Super Bowl. And, yeah, they considered that to be their true Super Bowl win because they whooped the Vikings but mm-hmm. the, in the Super Bowl. But, yeah, they they beat the Steelers 24-7. But. Franco Harris and Rocky Blyer were both injured in that game. Like they didn't play in that game, so uh, the Steelers were not going in full bear. But yeah, Oakland was the better team that day. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm just showing my lack of sports knowledge. You know, the Joe Bike. It took me so, so long to think of Mean Joe Green and the my main memory of Mean Joe Green growing up wasn't even watching football. It was seeing him on the Great Space Coaster. <laughs> so, <laughs> The Coke commercial, or yeah, yeah, yeah. There was the Coke commercial, and um, yeah, there was also the the commercial. There, there was uh, Joe Montana and Dan Marino. I remember did a commercial in the early '80s. I just right. forget exactly where it was for, but of course they were probably just entering their prime at that time. But yeah, because me, me and Joe Green, he was the guy that, that classic commercial where the the the, the kid gives gives Rose the coach and he and, and yeah and he gives the kid the jersey yeah yeah look just to show my wrestling geekery mean joe green played college football at north texas university that is where kevin von erich and stone cold steve austin played their college football he was so influential at that school they used to be the eagles they changed their mascot in the mid 80s to the mean green after him <laughs> that's that I mean, that's that's how, how influential mean joe green was so we've talked some real life football superheroes. Let's get into some classic superheroes. Uh, we'll we'll start with the quarterback, one of the first positions that anybody thinks of when they, when they think of football. Why don't Why don't I throw to you guys because uh, and then I can take my pick since since like I said I I know the quarterback is the guy that, that does the plays and throws the ball and stuff. So uh, train since you're a former football player yourself, then uh, you, you can name more than one, but. Uh, who are some names that you think would work for quarterback? Well, you know, when I think of a quarterback, yes, I think athleticism and he has to be able to throw the ball, but he's also the face of your team. He has to be good looking. He's going to be getting more of the press. You, you think of, and I know this is kind of cheesy and kind of, kind of, you know, cliched, but I got to go Captain America, Steve yeah. Rogers. Yeah. He was on my list too. I mean, I had the same thought. He's this classic. I mean, we know he's a good athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the right side. You want your quarterback to be between, you know, it's about six two and six five. Um, we know he's got, the, you know, he's he's got the athletic ability. And and who else would you want with the cameras in his face and and you know that good looking all American smile that that can go into the deep south and up in the northeast and out in the Midwest and to the West Coast and everybody's going to accept him as their own. I mean, that's that's Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. He's athletic enough and has dealt with superheroes enough, so so he he'd be able to be on the defensive when some, right. some of the some of the big guys come for him. He's taken down superheroes much stronger and much uh, uh, 
and a key thing to him too is your quarterback audibles often on the line. If he doesn't like the play that the coach sends in, it's his job to read the defense and adjust the play at the at the line of scrimmage to fit the defense. Well, we know he's a master tactician. That's his military training. So you know, it's it's a no brainer to me. And most importantly, if the world's not in danger. Hydra's not invading or Kang the Conqueror's not showing up. You know, if the, if the world's safe for the time being, I think Cap would go for some R&R and some good, lighthearted football fun. Oh, I, I, I just had a thought. Another, I mean, Cap, I mean, yeah, he's obviously somebody you want as the face of your franchise. Somebody, if you went in a slightly different direction, um, somebody who will hold up, who might hold up a little bit better with, uh, Meta humans trying to sack him. Hopefully, he's allowed to use that shield in the game. How about somebody like Wonder Man, Simon Williams, as your quarterback? He's got that sort of Jim McMahon vibe to him with those shades. <laughs> the, the, the bad boy working. <laughs> if, if they put a team in LA again, you know what? There's your QB right there. Meta I, football team. I, I was kind of thinking Bruce Wayne would fit in better as the Raiders quarterback, but you got a point. <laughs> you, want, you want the bad boy thing going, but you know you got a point. I, I, he's a little. Maybe a little too stocky for me. I could see Wonder Man more as maybe a pass rush defense end or, or maybe your, your left tackle protecting that quarterback, but it has merit. Yeah, I'll throw one more out there for quarterback, and that's and it may sound weird at first, but Thor. Hey, it's not a bad one. Yeah, not a bad one. he can throw. And if you're talking worried about if, if, if it's a, you know, a, a Midwest or a, a Northeast-based team, we know we can handle the elements in bad weather. Mm-hmm. Believe me, if Chris Hemsworth is your Thor, the ladies would like him as their quarterback. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll have to say at least two next, which will be the the wide receivers. Now, these are the guys that run out and catch the passes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Typically, and you usually have usually have one guy who's your deep threat, and he's known for just being fast. Your other guy is usually a little bit bigger bodied, and he's your slot possession receiver. He usually is not afraid to go across the middle and take a big hit if that changes any of your, your thoughts on your two guys. Well, my, my two guys are, are no-brainers uh, mm-hmm. and flashing Quicksilver. So you're going, for, you're going for the total speed team. You're yeah. getting going across the middle. You're, you're, you're going deep every play. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, that, that's an Al Davis team for you, deep on every play, baby. Yeah, that's right. Well, well, the Steelers of the 70s, hand the ball to Franco, hand the ball to Franco, go deep to Lynn. <laughs> yep. It's worked. They won a lot of Super Bowls, both those teams. Well, Greg, what what about you? I mean, is that logic sound, or would you go for somebody else for a receiver? Um, uh, No, I, it's hard to argue with them as your deep threats. Uh, you're not going to overthrow them, mm-hmm. that's for sure. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, a slot receiver, somebody who's uh, not afraid to throw blocks a la Heinz Ward, who's one of my favorite Steelers ever. And a Georgia Bulldog, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, he certainly is, yeah. Yeah, he's also put a walker on The Walking Dead, if I'm not mistaken. He, he has. He's a former teammate of mine in college. Great guy. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Hines after Herschel Walker might be the best all-around football player we ever had at Georgia. He's just that good an athlete. Yeah, so, so somebody who can throw a devastating block and make the big bad defensive backs cry that he's hitting them too hard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, anytime, I mean, that's. When you have a player who's so tough to deal with that they have to tweak the rules so uh, other teams stand a chance, kind of like with the way they changed things with because uh, of Mel Blunt in the 70s and the way they yeah. adjusted a few things because of Heinz Ward in the 2000s, you know? Right, right. Hmm. Who, who's somebody who could do that as far as a superhero who can – who's he's quick, got good hands. He can uh, knock someone around. Hmm. Uh, hmm. And the good hands, the good hands. I'm thinking, um, hmm. Hank McCoy, the beast. Yeah, that's not a bad one. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm going a different route than you guys with the speed. I'm thinking, you know, the back shoulder throw and, and throw it up and let your guy go to the highest point of the ball and meet it. I'm thinking Reed Richards would make a great wide receiver. You could never overthrow him. Yeah. <laughs> you, you could even make a case for him for QB. Really? <laughs> you could you know, wind up and launch that thing. <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, <laughs> yeah. and he'd be great at quarterback sneak, too, because he could just stretch over the top of the defense and get the first down with the ball. <laughs> yeah, and, and somebody like a Reed Richards or a plastic man or an elongated man, how do you tackle them? Yeah, that's a good point. I'm thinking for you going across the, the middle type guy, though, uh, just my thought, because he's, he's sticking up, but we know he's fast, and I think he would have good hands. I'm thinking Arthur Curry. I think Aquaman wouldn't be bad at that. Yeah. See, I'm thinking more Hank McCoy as a tight end, because there's more, there's a lot more blocking involved in the tight end position, but we'll get to tight end. Yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah, Hank, Hank is, um, slot receiver might be more of a, yeah, a bit of a matchup problem, but yeah. Mm, who's like, somebody who's, who's a Gronkowski? Uh, Destro. Yeah. <laughs> He's also kind of a tight end too, though, so. Mm-hmm. But I think, and I think because defense is more emotion, I see Destro on the defensive side of the ball, not the offensive side of the ball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a Gronkowski, hmm. I'm torn whether to put him on the offensive line or not, but Peter Rasputin Colossus. <laughs> I mean, who's going to tackle him? Nobody. <laughs> well, yeah, no, there's, there's two theories. There's two schools of thought when it comes to the slot possession receiver. You have the big Keyshawn Johnson types like we're talking about or you know, like a Larry Fitzgerald or not Anquan Bolden. But then you also have the smaller types like the Wes Welkers of the world. And then, yeah, and, you know, the Danny Amendola's and, and the Edelman's. So you could go you, you with with what uh, Seth said, you could have that. You could have Quicksilver doing the quick stuff underneath and, you know, Barrier Wally going deep. And you're going to be funneling your, your defensive backfield for sure with that that tandem. <laughs> yeah. uh, another one kind of a, I tell you who's a good one I think would be your slot receiver. He's a, he's the mixed mash of both those. Dick Grayson. Mm-hmm. He's got. That's, that's an interesting dark horse choice. Yeah, I mean he. He's got, I just hope he doesn't get hit by someone bigger than him. But uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, he probably won't. Yeah, he's got the speed and the quickness to go to you know to uh, get away from defenders. But he's got the toughness to go, and the size to go across the middle like we're talking about. So what's the next position up you got there? Uh, right. Oh, uh, just kind of moving left or right here. Uh, tackle. Now, hey. My th- th- that that's somebody who uh, essentially d- will kind of get through the field, right? Like like he'll protect. He's uh, blocking. You know, right, your offensive line guys are all fairly similar. The differences are your left tackle, unless it's a left-handed quarterback, is usually yeah, your biggest. Right, yeah. right, there's your right tackle. It's usually your best, biggest, and most athletic guy because he has to protect the blind side of the quarterback. The centers tend to be a little bit smaller and a little bit more cerebral because they often call the blocking schemes when they see the defense and your guards are somewhere in the middle because they're often uh, called on to pull. So they got to have a little bit of fleet of footness with them too. So I know who I want for my center. Mm-hmm. I already <laughs> picked him. Yeah. We'll, we'll take him. <laughs> for the tackle, they're, they're going to kind of be their, their jack of all trades as far as their, their abilities then, right? Yeah, yeah, they're usually they're, the t- your your left tackle is usually your biggest and strongest and most athletic with like quick hands and feet on the team. And if you just to so you understand how they're thought of in football, they are often the second highest paid player on a team after the quarterback. The only other position that comes close is the guy they're blocking, the pass rush defensive end. And that's usually when they talk about those game inside a game. That's one that a lot of like diehard football fans watches. How's that left tackle and that that you know that Charles Haley that that. Uh, uh, Kevin Green, that, that, you know, that, that super Howie Long pass rush defensive end. How does he stack up against an Orlando Pace or a, 
or Jonathan Aldner, that, that, that prototypical left tackle. Well, if we're talking jack of all trades or, or kind of, you, you know, the best athletic who's also got the strength as such, it's a guy that could probably play any position just because he's excels at everything. But it seems like that would kind of be where your Superman guy would be, right? That wouldn't be a bad choice. Yeah. He's not quite bulky enough. My thought was Hulk. I mean, if he's the biggest, baddest man on the field, usually. You don't get much bigger and better than than, than the, the Hulk. <laughs> yeah. See, I I was thinking that that would be more like you know like like your linebacker, your big your big beasts, you know the guys that goes there. But again, I'm, I I know so little about football. You know, I I was thinking linebackers are usually smaller than linemen. Uh, linebackers. Yeah, they have to they have to be able to move. Yeah. Okay. They have to they have to pass rush and run, stop the run and cover receivers. They often cover the slot receiver or they cover the tight end. So that's probably more of a Superman. But that's just I mean it's your team. Right. Right. So, so, so tackles will actually play both offense and defense then, right? No, no, so no. Defensive tackles and offensive tackles. Then, yeah. And when we, when we get to defensive tackles, I know exactly who I would want to play nose tackle on my three, four defense, but, uh, we'll, we'll, we don't have to steal the beans on that quite yet. Yeah. Because three, four is completely different than a four, three defense. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You want a completely different kind of tackle in those two. So we got, we got Superman. We got Hulk. Who do you say, Greg? If you're, you're tackled. Hmm, another tackle. Um, Colossus isn't a bad choice there. You already mentioned him. Right. That, that, yeah, that was another one I would consider. I, I, I had him as a, maybe a blocking tight end, maybe, but um, uh, I mean, I don't know how good his hands would be, but of course, with those gloves they wear, those are better than Stickham was in the 70s, so that yeah, might cover a multitude of sins. And, you know, he could even maybe even, like, armor up after the catch, you know, at, like, you know, catch it with soft hands, <laughs> then armor up and go bulldozing down the field. Um, you're, thinking, you're thinking of Biddy Cunningham, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Yeah, well, I don't know. He's feeling modern day here. Yeah, boy, who else is good? Who else would be a good O lineman? Yeah, you got. You I mean you're? I mean to play guard. You know, I mean two. Those are guys are the maulers in the trenches. Yep. A, any, a, a couple of big bricks is going to do you fairly well from that perspective. Uh, I'm thinking that's a good place, like you said, for a beast because you got to have quick feet and get out to the edge when you pull. Uh, but he's big and bulky. Mm-hmm. Also, if he didn't have Thor on quarterback, it's probably a decent spot for him, too. Oh, yeah. So you said Ben Grimm's your center, right, Greg? Yeah, I would pick Ben Grimm as my center. I don't remember. In the comics, he played football in college. I don't remember what position. I want to say he was a defensive player for some reason, but I could be wrong. Mm, yeah, I'd have to look it up. Is it, the center does do more than just pass, toss the ball yeah. to the quarterback, right? Oh, yeah. Center is he's, he, he's the brains of the offensive line. He, okay. He's the one who calls the the blocking schemes once they see what defensive lineman is up. It, it, you'll have what's called shift protection, where you'll you'll shift your to the your your responsibility based on how you think they're going to blitz or rush you, and he's the one that calls all that. He he does more adjustments on the line than probably only the quarterback does more than him. So just just, just I mean not to not to toot my own horn, the few times I did not play fullback when I was playing college or playing football in high school. I was, they moved me to center. So it's usually the center and the quarterback probably understand the offense better than anybody else. So that means anything. Hmm. Bing Rim's a good choice for me. He's got a good, he's, he's, he's quick on his feet and he's a smart guy. Yeah. And I'm, he's hung around. He thinks he's dumb, but you don't hang out with guys like Reed Richards your whole life if you're a dummy. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> you just have an inferiority complex because your best friends are one of the most brilliant men ever to exist. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's just, I mean, he's not a scientist, but he never claimed to be. He's no, no, he's got I mean, the with, guts and heart of anybody here. 
And I just think Hank's got the brains, but I don't know if Hank's got the meanness in him to play <laughs> center. Where you got a little more finesse involved with the guard position. And also, let, let me throw this out there. Since we're saying superheroes and we're not and if we're keeping an open mind here, mm-hmm. uh, it, it also seems like that 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 tackle or that guard that also might be where Wonder Woman might fit. I mean, right? She'd be able to hang with a lot of these these male superheroes and take take their chops. Well, we haven't named a supervillain yet, but on, on my offensive line, I, I I want Killer Croc. You got the power, you got the speed, and, and you you need some of your offensive linemen to be a little nasty. And we know Croc can get kind of nasty. I mean, he's borderline. Well, we're not even sure if he's really a cannibal or not, if he's to be believed. But that that should give you an idea of his mindset. Mm-hmm. So we've thrown a lot of offensive linemen out there. What, what we got next on offense? Did we go over guard? No, I mean, we've kind of covered. I mean, you have five offensive linemen. And, and once you get to the NFL, most of those guys can play multiple positions because of the, the injuries. You yeah, they often have to. Yeah, they have to. Because it just... Making it through an entire 16-game season without one of those two of those guys getting banged up for a few games is close to impossible. So everybody practices at almost every position on the offensive line. And I think we've named more than five guys that could probably play offensive line. Yeah. So we got to move on to the backfield now. We're going to do a traditional single. We're going to do a single set. We're going to do a two, an eye formation. How do you want to run this offense here? <laughs> I know who my workhorse running back is going to be, but go ahead. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you guys go because I got I got a crazy thought here for a running back. Okay, running back, fullback, halfback. If I understand it right, the fullback's going to be the guy that can go e- either side of the field, and uh, where maybe I have it backwards. And the halfback is guy is a guy that's going to stay in, in in one territory, right? Fullback is what I played. The fullback is the guy that's using a three point stance. He's a little bit bigger and a little bit slower. Uh, his job is is to open holes for. He's the leading. He's the lead blocker. Yeah, he's more of a blocker. He's yeah because you're going to have. After the linemen have blocked all the other linemen, you've got linebackers and defensive backs coming. So he has to clear that out. Every once in a while, he'll get a carry using short yardage. He also has to be able to pick up the blitz often when they rush the passer. And he also often is used as a receiver out of the backfield. So he tends to have pretty decent hands as well. So for me, fullback being what I played and really understanding that position, for me, juggernaut. I mean, okay, that's exactly what yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. Once, somebody, once he starts get, getting going, how do you stop him? Exactly. And I want somebody opening up holes for my running back. Juggernaut. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he's got decent enough hands. You could toss him a little flare pass or, you know, a little five yard out in the flat every once in a while. He'll catch it and get him a little 10 yard gain out of it. So right. your, your, your tailback is, is think Walter Payton, your Chicago guy. Right. Right. I knew, I knew Payton was a, was a running back. And and a, and a running back, they have the shortest careers usually, uh, except for maybe defensive backs, because they get hit every play. I mean, and they're they're your prototype all around athlete, like a quarterback. Yeah. He, yeah. he he can block, he can run. He you want to have that blend of he can put his shoulder down and run a defender over, but if he has to, he can juke him and, and, and leave him in his dust too. And then when he gets to the open field, he has that breakaway speed. That's that's a t- typical running back. Okay, well let let me give you this idea for running back. Nightcrawler. I have another item on the defensive side of the ball, but that's intriguing. Yeah, yeah you hand the ball to him and bam. Yep. <laughs> Here's my cross for like that small going across across the middle slot receiver, like a Wes Welker type. He like disappears into the defense and then he pops up and there's there he is with the catch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I, I was thinking of him along with you know for the receiver like with the flash and uh, can Quicksilver because right. he could just teleport out to where he right. rather than run. But then I thought, why don't you hand the ball to him? Mm-hmm. So we we got our our running backs covered then there. Uh my well we've got fullback. Who would you my, my running back? Batman. 
I mean, when you think about all around and, 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 and that's, I mean, he's Olympic level athlete. We know that. And I think he's got enough wiggle in him, as they would say, to juke the fast guys, but enough power to put his shoulder down on the big guys. We haven't, so we haven't talked about tight end. That's the only position we haven't talked about on offense. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I kind of, I plugged in Colossus there. That's about it. What, uh, Luke Cage. Oh, there you go. Come on. You don't want to see his, his, his touchdown celebration. You think Gronk's is good? Sweet Christmas. <laughs> so what is, what does the tight end do? You see, he's another one that, that you he can can't fall off. Okay. No, no. He lines up at the end. He lands up at the end of the, of the line of scrimmage. And half the time he's asked to be like another tackle or guard and block, but he also can go out and catch the ball. Okay. And he's, he's, so he's, he's bigger than, he's bigger than most of your receivers, but smaller than your offensive lineman. He's a, he's a very, it's another one of the positions that's very all around athlete. Okay. So it's another one where like an Aquaman or, or a Colossus might, might fit right, in. Well. Right. But I'm just thinking just because of his look, I just think Luke Cage would be the man for that. And he yeah, pulled Luke that. Cage was an excellent choice. And he pulled that helmet off and that sweet throw. Show. Man, come on, dude. That pretty much covers the, the offensive line then, right? That's the offensive side of the ball. Okay. That's on the defense. Well, I got one more. I guess it'd be offense, but what about the kicker? Oh, kicker is considered a specialist, so they don't okay. really. But, I mean, yeah, you did have a kicker and a punter. You're right. Mm-hmm. I, I had a college career because I was a long snapper, which is a specialist, too. So they are important. So but, who you got is your kicker. See, that That's also where I was thinking of putting in um, – some of the guys that they might be more than more the human type, uh-huh. uh, you know, that might be where like a Spider-Man or somebody that goes in, you know, that's not going to get hit. I mean, I mean, Spidey's tough, but Spidey's not going to be able to take a tackle from Hulk as well as. Oh. Well, that's I was I would have put Spidey in my defensive backfield, but we'll get to that. Oh, OK, <laughs> that's where I'm putting him, too. He's, he's one of my cover corners. <laughs> OK, <laughs> but I'm thinking kicker. Uh, you, you're using your feet. Somebody's got a kick. I'm thinking more of a martial arts background. So I'm thinking somebody like Iron Fist. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, make sure. Well, the ball's gonna have to be reinforced for this game anyway. Right. Right. And the field. (laughs) (laughs) The field's probably gonna be longer than 100 yards anyway. They're probably gonna be playing under an asteroid or something. Yeah. Yeah. And and really, nobody should get anywhere near it. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, I'm just. I don't know. You could pick a multitude of martial arts based superheroes or supervillains and. And, you know, Iron Fist, uh, uh, Lady Shiva, Katana, any of those that you could think of that got some power in the leg, you're, you know, there you go. All right, that, that was our offensive line. We're going to move on to our defensive line here in the Superhero Bowl. How about that nose tackle? Yeah, you're going with the 3-4, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, it's, you know, the whole Dick LeBeau thing, who former <laughs> Pittsburgh Steeler legendary defensive coordinator. Who is right. now signed with the Tennessee Titans in his golden years for some reason? Collected a picture. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's in his it's in his blood. You know, he loves it. He doesn't want to stop. But um, and if they if they didn't get rid of him now, they were never going to get rid of him. And he he could be 85 years old and uh, like having a heart attack in the middle of the season. And you know, they were probably, to be honest, worried about that. But I mean, until this season, when he got a whole bunch of young talent. Even in his older years, he was, I mean, he was still viable. He's still a good coach. So, mm-hmm. oh, absolutely. So his players would go to hell and back for him. Yeah. So, so, so I take it the nose tackle is one of those that's going to be right around the middle linebacker, right? He's going to be right in front and center of the 3 4 defense. I mean, well, your, your 3 4 defense is, um, you have one defensive tackle, uh, two defensive ends, and then, um, four linebackers, four, four linebackers behind him. Yeah. You have two inside and two outside, and your 4 3 is going to be, um, two defensive tackles up front with two defensive ends next to them and then uh three linebackers behind them. 
Right. And and the theory of defense is it's your tackles basically just take up space. Mm-hmm. Their job is to keep those offensive linemen so busy that your linebackers can come up and make the tackle. They're, they can come in unblocked. So think of our, just a human freaking wall when you think of, of defensive tackles. Defensive tackle. Well, I got I got a good choice. I do believe it would be Fred J. Dukes, the blob. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think of I think of um, for my money one of the best three four nose tackles ever, and I am obviously biased is uh, Casey Hampton, the former Steeler, and uh, sure. you know you, you could compare his physique somewhat with Fred Dukes's, although he's you know I mean honestly Casey might be leaner than that, but uh, you know he's <laughs> the guy who the guy was so tubby that he wasn't allowed to um to practice the training camp he was physically unable to perform when he showed up more often than not right <laughs> they made him you know lose a few pounds before they'd even put him on the field well I mean, but he was absolutely fantastic it sometimes took three guys to deal with him right well the the, the, the generally regarded as the best nose tackle in that defense today is will fork and uh-huh for, for the patriots and there's some analogies to the blob and and, and will fork too I don't oh, yeah. he just he just takes up space. <laughs> <laughs> and it, when it takes two to three guys to muscle him around, like you said, that leaves a lot of guys unblocked. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah, th- and this is where I was originally putting like Hulk and Thing and such is because I think that, that's where the biggest and baddest guys would be. They're not bad choices. They're not bad choices. But I think the, the amount of athleticism required to play nose guard is a lot less than, say, a left tackle. And that's where the Hulk just gets a nod over the blob. You know, he's just a little bit more athletic than him. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, here's one more. You want to talk human wall absorbing man. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good choice. Old Crusher Creel. Yeah. He'll grab a chunk of something. And yeah. Go. We'll go to defensive end. Yeah. Let's see. Well, you're, hmm, you're three, four defensive end. You're four, three defensive end. Somebody who's fast. That would be a bad position for Thor. But I think yeah. Thor's much of a pretty boy to want to play defense. That's just saying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, if we get, I mean, yeah, if we can dip into villains, hmm, um, I mean, maybe, I don't know if it's a left field choice or not. Uh, how about Doomsday? Not bad. <laughs> my choice fuck him. My choice is also a villain, and we're talking just speed, and, and, and uh, you talk about a bull rush? Bane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he puts that shoulder down and does that swim technique, and He's going to get to the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, no, although he may violate the uh, substance abuse policy occasionally, but hey, that's... he's definitely on those PEDs, those performance enhancing drugs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know if there's going to be an actual urine test before these games. <laughs> yeah, you give him that cup. You tell him to go and uh, fill it up, and you let me know how that goes. Uh, I'll send you a card in the hospital. Yeah. Well, considering we've already listed Captain America and Superman and guys that are, you know all have sort of mega superpowers. Well, if we're going to talk that, my team doctor is Leslie Tompkins. But, oh, you know, well, she's got enough foot spots. She can tell any of those guys, you're going to pee in this cup. And, again, with defenses, this is where I was – I would have put probably my killer Crocs or uh, uh, yeah, you're, you're, some of the other big lugs, big lugs of the – Defense is, is often considered to be more emotion than it is cerebral. So I can see that. Those are the guys where just, you know, rage is going to attack. Yeah. They're just yeah, attacking. That bloodthirsty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, linebacker is going to be a whole different world. That's where you get those, uh, you know, those other guys that are considered to be, you know, the best of the best athletes on the field that are that unusual blend of big and fast. So where do you go with, with linebacker? There's just three to four on every team, so you throw a few names out there. Yeah, th- this is where you could potentially, if you didn't have Juggernaut on your offense, you could have him on a defense because, again, he would just plow through the guys. Or right. somebody like Rhino, 
Right. Yeah. Rhino, Rhino's good. Rhino was my backup fullback. Yeah. Yeah, they have what they call a jumbo package where you bring in just two big backs when you're on the goal line. I'm thinking a Rhino juggernaut jumbo backfield's pretty good combo there. <laughs> or a Bane juggernaut, you know. Or possibly even like a Lobo. Right, right. Yeah. If you don't mind, like, decapitations and, and such uh, being, you know, <laughs> being defensive plays. We've, we've already discussed death in comic books, so don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what say you, Greg, for your, your linebacking core? If you're going with 3-4, you got four guys in mind. Hmm. Well, let's see. Um, yeah, you got to have a blend of the strength and the speed. Mm. Uh, middle linebacker, Venom. Uh-huh. I'm thinking, I'm thinking the, like the, the classic Eddie Brock Venom. Right. You know, he's got a lot of power. He's uh, agile as can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and hey, if, if, that, if he's allowed to use webs, you know, uh, good luck getting past him unless you're juggernaut. <laughs> Anybody else? Uh, my middle linebacker is, is a no-brainer to me because you want your middle linebacker to – he's usually the meanest guy on the field, Wolverine. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I was thinking so, for, and- for Wolverine – I, I mean, yeah, he's he's the badass and such, but I was thinking, you know, just as far as power goes, you know, this human strength. I'm just not. I was wasn't sure about him being uh, on defense, but uh, again, oh, yeah. he might be one of those guys. The attitude would make up for right for what what his physical abilities may lack. Right, and, and you know, so what if he gets tackled by the Hulk? He'll just heal and pick himself back up. Right. My three linebackers, I would play a four three. Will be Wolverine, Spawn, and Deathstroke. Ooh. You've got three guys that all have massive killer instincts that are big and strong, but fast too. You could probably put Sabretooth in there too. Yeah, and if I had, if I went to a three-four, Sabretooth would probably be my fourth one. <laughs> the problem is, of course, Wolverine and Sabretooth would kill each other, and you'd have to replace them. That's okay. Spawn's supernatural. He'll figure something out to help out with that. <laughs> I mean, and, and he just pulls that chain and the cape out, and they're not getting through that, but. Mm-hmm. We've discussed capes before. He's on that list of capes with Doctor Strange and Shazam, by the way. Yeah. Well, by Shazam, that's, that's somebody that we kind of forgot to mention so far, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, Shazam's kind of like, he's kind of like Super Man, isn't he? He's yeah, he's, uh, power set-wise, he's quite comparable here. Mm-hmm. So who, who would you put at linebacker? Think Dick Butkin, State Biner Lacker there, Seth. Well, if we're going to go that, that route, Black Adam would probably fit as well. Mm-hmm. He's got oh, the yeah. he's got the killer instinct. He's mean. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Uh, just uh, Kryptonians. Um, yeah, any number of Kryptonians. Um, Zod, Zod, Jaxer, um, Nam Ek, uh, any of those. Yeah, guys like that. Um, like a Kryptonian Doomsday defense. <laughs> See what I did there with we had Doomsday uh, on a, that defensive end causing trouble, and you could have. You could have Zod as your middle linebacker. You know, he's sort of quarterbacking that defense and uh, making the quarterback kneel, you know. Well, I mean, not, not a victory kneel either. You guys being Chicago and Pittsburgh based, just think just think Lambert and think Butkus and their mentalities are a lot in line with the guys we're naming here. So that's not hard. But I mean, Butkus's most famous interview i think was when they asked him how he perceived the field and he said you know i've seen in hush hush sweet charlotte when the guy's head goes rolling down the stairs because he gets decapitated i want to hit a guy and see that happen so that's the kind of mentality you're dealing with at the linebacker position well then we have to move on to the defensive backfield so yeah this is where like the cornerback and the safeties and such mm-hmm. or- yeah cornerbacks are your two guys are usually the fastest guys on the field they cover your receivers your safeties are a little bit bigger but also fast 
Okay. They usually cover as well, but they're also asked a lot to come up and support when they run the ball. Okay, so, so, so the quarterback could be the anti-receiver, essentially, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's like he's he'd be playing wide receiver if he had better hands and could catch. Exactly, and they usually have the second shortest careers after running backs, not because they get hit as much, but because speed is so important to their position. You get slower as you get older. There's nothing you right. can do about it. Right. Okay, well, th- I think this would probably be – were again where like a Reed Richards or a plastic man might come in handy because they you know they'd be good for interception. Yeah, he'll, he'll wrap them up for tackles for sure. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, I put I put Spider Man here. Yep, me probably. too. That's where I was going. Mm-hmm. And the guy we, we mentioned earlier before we got to this, I might put in my other corner be a uh, Matt Murdock, Daredevil. He'd be able to detect where the ball is exactly and where his receivers going, and you wouldn't have to worry about a quarterback's eyes faking him out. Quarterbacks will often fake out defenders with their eyes. They'll look one way and then go another way, and they'll get a, a quarterback to bite. That, that ain't going to happen with Matt Murdock. He can't see the quarterback's eyes. <laughs> yeah. That might also be another position where, like, say, a night wing would be good or a red robin. I mean, if you're going to have some blazing fast wide receiver like the Flash, then you might want to invest in a shutdown corner like Professor Zoom. Sure, sure. Or another guy who might be known for his speed. I mean, he's one of those mega-powered heroes. Uh, well, he'd have he'd have to have equipment, I guess, not Silver Surfer. Yeah, but he was not a bad choice. He's smaller yeah. and faster. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, he, assuming he, 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 I'm assuming he gets to have his board. I don't know if he. That was where I was going with that. I was like, well, we've already said Cap gets his shield, so does he give yeah, it to him? Yeah. <laughs> yes, he, I'm sure. I'm guessing if Batman's playing tailback for me, he has the utility belt too. So. Yeah. <laughs> so that leaves us with safety. Now think of guys that'll hit you hard, but are fast and and and, and can cover. I got two choices for that. I don't know about y'all. Y'all go ahead. Yeah. This was probably where I would put my, my power man, my, my Luke Cages. That's where I was having them early. Guy, guy, you know, these big guys on, on defense. Right. What about you, Greg? Hmm. Well, I mean, you could make a case for Spider-Man here. Um, but, or you could, uh, you know, is, is he big enough to play the safety? Um, it depends. And it depends on, uh, I guess where he's at, you know, he's been powered up at various times, I guess. Um, Spider-Man with, uh, hmm, Spider-Man with the black symbiote on back in ah. the day. You, you know, Spider-Man wouldn't be, wouldn't be a bad choice for those, uh, those cornerbacks because he could web the ball. Right. Yeah. Interception. Which, which is why I put him there. That's why I put him at cornerback. Yeah. yeah. And then I think corner's probably where he's better suited to. Although sometimes corners, as they start to slow down over time, they end up uh, transitioning to safety. Right. Um, uh, because they understand how to play the, the, the coverage schemes, but they just have lost that step. Uh-huh. Yeah. My picks for safety are Green Goblin and Iron Man. I was thinking Goblin, yeah. yeah that's a strong possibility. I mean, um, he's got the meanness to come up and hit you, but he doesn't have the size and the bulk of, of my linebacker core, my death stroke and my Wolverine, you know. But he'll come up and hit you, and he's quick enough to cover somebody, in the you know. So. Oh, boy. You know, you could make a case. Even for um, keeping it in the Spider-Man family, Carnage, perhaps. I mean, that's somebody who will take mm-hmm. quite a lot of pleasure in hitting. Another safety I thought of, if you want to go Spider-Man, is Vulture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's a little bit, he's older, but he's bigger and he'll hit you. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, there were two guys, you mentioned one of them, that I was trying to think, where the, what the heck would you do with these guys because of how they work? And one was Iron Man, uh, but the other one are any of the Green Lantern people. Right. You know, where would you put Green Lantern, you know, because how George my backup quarterback for the same reason. He's got that look and, you know, mm-hmm. all American and everything. So. Yeah. Uh, Guy Gardner would be kind of 
An interesting oh, choice. Guy Gardner's playing defense because he's a jerk. Yes. <laughs> That's why he's great. He's he's the straw that stirs the drink. Right, right, right. Just make sure he doesn't take off Batman, otherwise you'll have to replace him. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. One, one punch. <laughs> where, where, where did he go? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, that guy. Now, you guys were talking about, you know, flash and the speed for the receiver. You have to have a, a fast guy returning your kicks and your punts. That's where I put Flash or Quicksilver. He'd be my punt returner, my my kickoff returner. Does that cover everybody then? Or? Well, we, we haven't picked a head coach yet. Oh, okay. yeah. oh I, I got mine. I got mine too, so go ahead. Victor Von Doom. Not a bad one. <laughs> this this would be if you could convince Batman to take a day off from Gotham for some competitive football. That'd be where I'd put him. I, I'd have him as a coach. I wouldn't have him on the field. Ah, because of the tactician thing? Like exactly. I, I got you. Well, my, my, my thoughts are along the tactician and just bloodthirsty. I, I'm going with co-head coaches, Charles Xavier and Magneto. I, yeah, I was actually thinking Xavier because he could just read the minds of the other coach. There'll <laughs> <laughs> be a regular Bill Belichick. Although, there, then, then there's the ethical argument of would Xavier actually do that. Yeah, hey, you got to have that mentality. you got to win at all costs. Right. Victor Von Doom's a good choice, though. That's that's not a bad choice. Mm-hmm. I could also see Doctor Strange and that that you know that uh, turtle neck he's been sporting lately in the comics. I could see him scowling up and down the back. He'd have a he'd have a, uh, an old Tom Landry kind of feel to him with that you know just <laughs> thought as he's walking up and down the sidelines. <laughs> hey, I, I I might put him as like a defensive coordinator or offensive coordinator or something. Probably offensive coordinator. You know, <laughs> conjuring up some sort of a play, some sort of spell to create this play that will. Uh, Score every time, you know. Well, he has the eye of Agamotto. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Winds of Watt tomb carry the ball into my receiver's hands. <laughs> well, a guy that I didn't mention, and I've always said he's my favorite character, and I, I, he'd probably be more of my backup linebackers is Ghost Rider. If you want to talk about a killer, as he sacks the quarterback, he gives him the pennant stare as he's yeah. taking him down. <laughs> I, I would imagine, Coach, although he'd be strong enough to be on the field, He'd be smart enough to be the coach, somebody like Darkseid. But the problem is Darkseid would just have his boom tube and all the parademons would come out. And Well, my, my original thought for, for a coach, because you're thinking great leaders, was either Namor or Black Bolt. But there's Namor would be just too pissed off he'd leave, and Black Bolt just couldn't talk to his team. So he can have use of the chalkboard or the telestrator <laughs> or something like that in the film room. The dry erase board, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A lot of eye contact and hand signals, you know? I was thinking about him, uh, and that was Loki. But the problem is, is the game would just be a diversionary tactic, and he'd be, ta- <laughs> he'd be taking over Asgard. <laughs> so, right, right. Yeah. Which, well, we need, to do, we, need to do, we, we need to do a show where we do best capes, I'm telling you. Yeah, I, I think Namor's probably sitting this whole thing out. Yeah, he, he's not a team player. He's kind of difficult to deal with. But uh, Yeah, because, I mean, in that, um, oh, that classic Marvel 2-in-1 story where with the cosmic boxing tournament against the champion um yeah namor bailed out because he couldn't deal with he, he couldn't handle being a part of the uh what he what they wanted him to do he, he was uh, yeah, too now, i know you're i know you're not too familiar with football seth but greg will know what i'm talking about often on defense when they know whether the offense is going to pass the ball they'll take out a linebacker or a lineman and bring in an extra defensive back who's kind of a hybrid safety cornerback mm-hmm. for me the nickelback, exactly, because he's the fifth defensive back on the field. So for me, I'm thinking multiplex. I mean, he could just totally confuse the, the quarterback. There's like 18 of them. Okay, which one's the real one? Who do I fuck? Yeah, or like a metamorpho or somebody like that. Right. It's like, okay, I, I can't. Like, uh, 
Is that really? I don't know. <laughs> Just don't have Nickelback playing the halftime show. <laughs> oh, Jared would be so upset with you, Seth. Canada's up. Yeah, yeah, Seth. Seth, it's funny you mentioned Dark Side as a head coach. You know, I mean, not that I would want Doctor Doom as a head coach, but I mean, if you drop a pass in the end zone and Dark Side is your head coach, I mean, that's the end of your career and your life. Yes, uh, I mean, think- probably the same for Doom, but uh, I think. Dark side would be worse. I mean, that would probably be instantaneous. You would uh, be yeah. Omega beamed out of existence. See, my thing with Dark Side is, as a coach, is a coach has to be more in the trenches, even though he's not on the field. Dark Side to be is more of your director of operations, personnel manager. He's the one behind the scenes manipulating everything. He's picking the team and telling the coach, you know, this is who you got. And quite frankly, head coach, that wouldn't be a bad uh, position for Cap either, because he, no, you know, he 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 would again. He's a tactician. Uh, but he he'd be more marketable as the quarterback. Right. Well, I thought well, I thought maybe we could just you know get Mike Ditkin because we've already said he. There's probably more, well, there's probably one. He's so magical. There's more than one Mike Ditkin in the world, so there could be one on each sideline. It'd be fair. <laughs> it would be the crisis of infinite Ditka. Exactly right. Exactly right. Play by play announcers. Um. You know, I I kind of feel like um. I know he's a real human being, but I just think it would be hilarious to hear John Gruden call this game. My announce booth, the Joker, and and uh, uh, what's Jack Ryder's character, the uh, the crazy dude, oh, the guy from the Creeper. <laughs> oh yeah, the Joker and the Creeper are my play by play. Good gravy, man! Deadpool. That's what I was about to say. Deadpool would be your play by play and your color commentator. So so so, we're we gonna see this game. I mean, we gotta we gotta write a letter to the NFL now and yeah. Roger Goodell tell him, hey, we got an idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't tell Michael Bay. He'll get an idea for a film. Oh, uh, you know what? We could, I could talk to my friends that I game with. We could probably do a HeroClix scenario for this. And actually, I believe we may. We've done football-themed events in the past. Ah. Uh, interesting side note that, that we talked about in the pre-record to uh, A1 Wrestling Podcast this week. They They played the Super Bowl on the sim of Madden and it was the exact same outcome with the exact same score. And they played it like three hours beforehand. That's crazy. Oh, that's crazy. And you know, the conspiracy theorists out there are just looking at Vegas going, uh-huh. Well, the, if Madden's got classic teams in it, boy, that could really it does put, it does. put in some, uh, some fantasy matchups there. It does. It's always fun to play when you get to, when you unlock them to play with some of the classics. I mean, you know, growing up in Denver, I played with a lot of the seventies and eighties Broncos teams because those are the ones when I was a kid. And those are the Orange ones I've yeah. Yep. The first great Denver defense, which got crushed by Dallas in their first Super Bowl. You know, a team I'd play with. And that's that, you know, Super Bowl shuffled all the way. 85 Bears. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure, which, sure. which, you know, from one loss record, that was a pretty darn good team. Oh, yeah. I mean, if y'all hadn't dropped that one on Monday night, who was it? They, they'd have it made the it. Dolphins. Yep, they did. Yeah, and how fitting because the Dolphins had to protect that that record. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's it's funny. Yeah, they lost one game, and after that one game, Ditka and Buddy Ryan were about ready to kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know, that, that, now you talk about like quarreling. We're talking about you know, can you get Batman to uh, you know work with dark with Deathstroke? It happens in football, Seth. I, I often wonder what the Thanksgiving table is at the Ryan home with Buddy as the dad, and and then Rex, and 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 uh, what's the other yeah. brother? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, that, that's that's three kind of uh, hefty guys that like to eat, arguing about things. That can get interesting. Yeah. Rob, Rob be like, don't mess my hair up now. They're, they're dropping enough F-bombs to level a monastery. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Sailors are going, man, come on, dude, lay off. <laughs> enough. <laughs>
And there you have it, the Superhero Bowl, as we built the teams in the year 2015. Once again, this has been Geekville Radio's Nostalgia Trip. You can find it where you find all of the Geekville Radio podcasts. If there's something you want us to talk about with Nostalgia Trip, there's really no subject not considered. I do say considered. It doesn't necessarily mean we'll do it, but it means we'll consider doing it. You can find us on social media at Geekville Radio on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us at geekvilleradio.com where you can reply to any of the posts there. And you can write us or email us, show at Geekville Radio, for any sort of feedback you might have, any suggestions. I'm always open to feedback, even if it's negative, as long as it's honest. So with that, we're going to shut down the power here in the Geekville Radio studios. We'll be back with more shows in the future. Thanks for listening. And let's just hope there's a great game this Sunday. Geekville Radio is not sponsored or endorsed by any products or services unless specifically stated. The views expressed by the hosts and or guests do not reflect the views of GeekvilleRadio.com, the Wrestling Brethren podcast, family, or any of their affiliates. Some media used in Geekville Radio is a product of their respective copyright holders, all rights reserved. If Deadpool was that, would he ask if a guy got his sphincter hurt on that play?